You can support the Reality Check podcast on Patreon, GoFundMe, or by purchasing one of my books. Links down in the show notes below. Welcome to the Reality Check podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So today's episode, I've got a supporter-based Q&A. What I do for anyone that supports me on Patreon or anywhere else, and the links are down below, I will answer a question as a blog post, a video, or a podcast. So I've got a few questions here that I'm going to talk about and address, just as a way to say thank you for supporting me, you know, just just very briefly. All of the stuff I'm doing here obviously takes a lot of time to record and upload and edit and respond and all that sort of stuff. I'm doing it as a passion, I'm doing it because I want to spread the message of mental health advocacy and support and give people the the information that I wish I had growing up. However, with that, it does take time and that time costs money in the sense that I could be doing, you know, real work, quote unquote. So if you're enjoying what I'm doing here and you want to support, click the link down below and you'll be taken to a one minute video. That one minute video will give you a bunch of different options of how you can support this, you know, the podcast, the videos, all the stuff I'm doing. So check it out. So the first question relates to a desire for natural techniques for combating depression. So for me personally, I can only speak to my own experience as well as what I've read that works for other people. But for me personally, exercise. Um, I like to cap my days with exercise. So an ideal day for me goes, I wake up and in the morning I'll do a weights slash run session. And at nights I'll do a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu martial arts session and, you know, the weights or running is one sort of training. The Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is quite intensive and physical. It's another sort of training. But for me, I like to cap my days with exercise because, well, a couple of reasons. One, it feels good to know that you're doing something good for yourself. Two, exercise releases good feeling endorphins, chemicals in your brain that make you feel good. And three, when you start to see the changes in your body, you feel great because of that. And when people start complimenting you, being like, oh man, you look a lot fitter, you look a lot healthier, you seem to be X, Y, Z, you feel good. So for those three reasons, 100% exercise. I would also strongly, strongly suggest mindfulness meditation. I'm going to talk about it a little bit later for another question, but I've released a course on how to do meditation for mental health. Um, I'll get back onto that as, as, a, as an answer to a later question, but meditation 100% get onto that. I do that the first thing every morning. So I wake up, get myself ready, sit down for, I think I'm doing about 15 to 30 minutes ish each day. And then I do my exercise and it just, it really does help. So I'll, I'll address that in the later question. More natural techniques, therapy. Okay. Just therapy. If you think about it, like psychological therapy is literally just talking to someone. It's saying, Hey, you know, I'm feeling this way. Can you give me some help? And the psychologist who's an expert says, sure. And they listen and they say, well, if, you know, if this is the case, you should do that. Or you should try these different things. A psychologist was one of the ones that put me onto the concept of mindfulness meditation to help me. A psychologist suggested that I write down my thoughts or how I'm feeling on a page. And now writing therapy is a massive thing. And that's the next thing I want to talk about. So speak to a therapist because they can help you through your own issues, depending on what they are. And this doesn't just apply to depression. It applies to everything. 
get some therapy, listen to their advice, and try it. And if you're finding that it's not working or you don't like your therapist, they're like teachers. Some of them are great, some of them are terrible, some of them you'll love, some of them you'll hate, and some of them would be good for someone else but not for you. If that's the case, shift off, find a new one, but don't give up on therapy itself. Final thing for a natural technique for combating depression in my experience is writing, i.e. get a page, get a pen, and write down how you're feeling, just free flow. If you like poetry, and I suppose this is any form of expression, for me it's words because I feel like words are sort of like, you know, the magical way to express what you're feeling, but some people do dance or art or sculpture or whatever. I choose words writing therapy. The page just listens. It hears what you're saying and doesn't judge you. You can put down anything you like and then you can throw that page out. So in that sense, if you're worried about the therapy, you can actually just tell everything to the page because it will listen to you. And a lot of the benefit that I find from therapy is just expressing it and getting it out. However, with therapy compared to a page, you actually get feedback from a trained expert. So I strongly suggest that. In terms of natural techniques for combating depression that are medicinal, it depends on what you define as natural. Okay, there are certainly medications that you can take. And that's obviously, you know, people won't think that that's natural, but a lot of depression is caused by a chemical imbalance in the brain. And that means your brain's not firing the way it should be. So the medicine's goal is to change that brain chemistry. Yeah. And that does work wonders for some people. Personally, I found that um, medication saved my life, as in it stopped me from wanting to kill myself, but it took away the highs and the lows. So I decided to come off that by increasing the meditation, the therapy, and the exercise, and I'm lucky enough that I was able to do that. However, if my mental state drops, I will certainly be back on the med- medication. In terms of natural medications in that, that some people find use of, I haven't looked into it too much, but as a starting point for research, you could look into St. John's wort. You could look into valerian. I do use valerian as an anti-anxiety thing. I'm not sure how it impacts depression. Once again, though, before you start taking any sort of medicines, even the natural sort of medicines, speak to a doctor. And this applies to anyone that's considering or self-medicating on marijuana or alcohol or anything like that. It might make you feel good in the short term, but unless you know the long-term impacts, you might be doing more damage. You need to take those steps to educate yourself, research, and speak to experts about it, yeah? The next question was, the the person asking wanted me to talk about bipolar and specifically discussing the concept that it's not just a happy or sad mood. So my experience with bipolar is only based on what I've studied. I've not, I've not experienced bipolar myself, although I have gone up and down in moods and I do sort of have a disposition of sometimes being a bit manic, but it's not my diagnosis. Um, what I do know about bipolar, or so I suppose what um, what the question is wanting me to drive at, is that bipolar, it switches between manical highs and very depressed lows. And there, there, there was someone in my life when I was growing up who I met and interacted with bipolar. And this person, when they were fine and medicated and treated and seeing a therapist, you wouldn't know anything was up with them. You would just assume they're just a regular normal person, no mental health concerns, nothing. However, when this person did go manic, they ended up selling all of the savings and shares that they had. They sold the house. They hired and purchased a bunch of very expensive equipment. They were just acting on 
impulses. And then inevitably the the manic state dropped and this person realized they'd spent upwards of, I think, $150,000 in this manic state. And that manic state lasted, I think, about two weeks-ish. Obviously not ideal. The, the other side of the, the bipolar is depression. And this is just as strong as regular depression, which I previously spoke about. The problem with bipolar is I think that people will be, when they're on a high or if they're sort of climbing up, they'll start doing more and more and more and more and thinking they can take on more stuff, they can get more stuff done, they're taking on more responsibilities and then they crash. And obviously you can't dictate where those those highs and lows go. The The, the best bet is obviously, once again, professional therapy. I'm not familiar with the medication options for bipolar, but I know they exist and I know they work. So if you're struggling with bipolar or if you think you have bipolar, get yourself checked out, see a psychiatrist or psychologist and say, hey, what can I do? Yeah. And they'll give you strategies both to recognize when you're going up or down and also how to manage when you're going up and down. And they're two separate things oftentimes. I know from personal experience, Sometimes it's hard for me to recognize that I'm going to be or I'm falling into depression or anxiety. I just block it off. So so learning the symptoms or learning the pre-symptoms to those issues has done wonders for my mental state in the sense that I'm able to see it coming now and take preventative steps. And I'm sure that there's similar things that you could do from a bipolar perspective. So next question what basically the question is, is what are you working on now? What are you, what, are, what projects are you going for? So there's two, there's two things. The first one is, as I mentioned before, the medica- meditation course. I'm starting on Skillshare. Skillshare is a website that basically if you sign up, you get access to thousands and thousands of courses taught by a bunch of different experts. Um, it's, I think it's about 20-ish dollars per month. It's amazing. I'm using it to learn myself writing different writing, sort of how to write characters in and a whole bunch of skills that I want to learn. And I figured given my experience online doing mental health advocacy and my teaching qualifications, it'd be a good thing for me to check out. So that's what I'm doing now. And if you are interested, there'll be a link below to the meditation course and signing up for it through that link is a very good way to support what I'm doing here. It basically gives me a $10 sort of signing bonus um, in addition to the minutes that are spent watching my video. So if you've been thinking about doing Skillshare, if you want to check out the course, click that link and it will definitely help you. I've got more coming. The next one that I'm going to do will be a video on how to use meditation to manage the symptoms of a panic attack. If you've listened to my stuff or watched my videos, I've shared all this information before, but it's going to be systematized, structured, and detailed instructions. And for anyone that signs up that makes the comments on the project section, I'm sort of talking and interacting with those people just to give them that direct feedback, direct help, direct support as the teacher role that Skillshare puts you in. So check that out. The other project that I'm working on, and this is a long-term project, I have no idea how long it's going to be because I'm not sure of my abilities to do it. It's a fictional novel called Lucidity, or that's the working title at least. I don't want to go into too much depth because it's still sort of formulating my mind, but basically the premise of this universe is that dreams are connected, and there's a small percentage of people that know that 
and the percentages go down, but basically there is a way that people can control their own dreams in, in the real world, our world, called lucid dreaming. So in this world, some people know that they can control their dreams and then they can subsequently control other people's dreams. And the basic idea is that if you are close, depending on your ability at this skill, if you are close in proximity in the real world, you can enter and manipulate someone else's dream in the dream world. And that's the sort of the world building aspect. And I've got a background sort of character development and story and plot and all that sort of stuff. But like I said, with the Skillshare courses, I'm learning how to write a bit better and I'm just practicing. I've got on my wall a bunch of different things that I'm talking about, the plot and all the different stuff and taking notes. And it's just, a yeah, like I said, a work in progress. I don't know how long it's going to take me. I'm not going to rush it. Um, I'm letting it come. There's something about fiction authors that really appeals to me. In in a sense, they're, they're creating a universe with different rules and different ideas and different characters and then pressing go. And they're sort of writing down and watching what's happening. That whole process appeals to me. And when I can get more time to do it, I'm just really trying to learn and then really trying to output that. So I can't wait to bring that to you. It's Like I said, I'm not sure when it's coming, but it's a slow, slow burner on that one. Final question. What scares me? The, the, there are little things in life that scare me. For example, I'm not that good with heights and I'm not that good with swimming in water. However, those sort of answers seem a little bit superficial to what I'm, what my real instant answer is, which is regret scares me. I've lived a lot of my life growing up with my, you know, my father in sort of just survival mode, surviving what was you know, the, 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 the actual life circumstances that I was dealt. Then once I sort of escaped that and moved out of home, I was dealing with surviving off, you know, low income, low money, low skills, getting myself through school. So I was in that survival mode. After that sort of phase in my life, I was then to left to deal with the mental health ramifications of that, of the past. And sort of now in the past sort of three to five years, I've really started living. And I realized that there's a lot of things that I could have done and I should have done and that I regret from my past. And, you know, some of it isn't my fault. Some of it is. Some of it's due to fear. Some of it's due to circumstances, whatever. I know that I have regret for some of the stuff that happened in my past and that I did and that I didn't do. So... I've learned to accept that. I've learned to accept what I lost. However, I've also learned that I don't want to lose it again. Does that make sense? I don't want to live with regret. I don't want to die with regret. I want to keep taking steps to do what I want to do. And that's really the motivating factor that it, that I've really found for my books and like, you know, creating the the books that I've released and the podcast and the all of these courses and going down the martial arts path and everything that I'm doing. I'm really wanting to leave nothing on the table in the sense that I'm, I'm, I'm going for it. Even if I'm afraid, I'm trying. And even if I fail, I'm still trying. It doesn't, I don't want to be like, oh, I wish I had have done that. I wish I had have said this. I wish I had have spoken there. I wish I had have done this, whatever it is. Obviously, there's a limit and you've got to, well, I've learned, I've got to sort of balance future with current in the sense that, you know, it's un, it's unpractical, unrealistic to go, yeah, I'm just going to quit my job and travel. I mean, you do have to live, you do have to survive, you do have to plan for a future. 
but I'm more mindfully thinking about it. I'm more focused on it. I'm going, well, I'm going to push down this path. Yes, I'm going to need to work. Yes, I'm going to need to do these real world life things. But given that, what can I do? Does that sort of make sense? So in the terms of what scares me from like a deep existential thing, it is regret. From a practical thing, it's like, yeah, I don't like heights. Yeah, I don't like going underwater. Like, you know, spiders are weird, whatever. So if you have these sort of questions that you want me to go in depth in like this, please click that support link. You can jump onto Patreon. Patreon is probably the best way you can support me, even just $1 per month. On your end, it's practically unnoticeable, but on my end, it makes a massive difference when people get collectively together. Does that make sense? $1 a month is $12 a year. That's nothing. But the more people contribute and donate, it gives me a steady income. Because this is the hard thing with, you know, book sales or any of those sort of incomes. It's not regular. And don't get me wrong, there's not much money coming in from book sales. It's just these little tiny trickles. So if people are liking what I'm doing from an ongoing perspective and would like to support me ongoing, $1 a month is, you know, more than enough. But if you would be like, hey, I want to buy him a coffee, there's a PayPal option that you can just, you know, chuck me four bucks. It feels bad asking for money. It feels bad asking for support. And like I say, if you can't or don't want to, I completely understand. When I was growing up, I was literally surviving off charity. And that's why I'm doing this for free. That's why I'm releasing all of the chapters of my books for free, because I know that people out there won't have the money to, to support things. That's fine. If that's the case for you and you like what I'm doing, chuck a review online. That really helps. Yeah, share it with someone, tell people, spread the awareness, and maybe some of those people can support me more. It doesn't matter. Either way, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm just asking. And, you know, if you ask, some people say, yeah, I can help. Anyway, if you've got a question, shoot me a message. You can connect with me on social. I'm everywhere at Zach P. Phillips. And you can check out my website at Zachary-Phillips.com. Catch ya.